Hey everybody, welcome to Fear Not. You're with Bruce. And you're with Ken. <laughs> today, uh, welcome today. If you're new, glad to have you uh, here listening. You're listening. We're talking about Christ. <laughs> My favorite subject. That's it, man. That's the subject. Yeah. The reason for being. What is, what is the mission statement of this podcast, Bruce? Mission statement of this podcast. <laughs> More of a question. <laughs> this is a question. Okay. Where is the line between selfishness and selflessness? Okay. That's and a good question. How do you draw it? How do you not cross it? Uh-huh. How do you kind of draw those boundaries and stuff like that? Okay. Um, I've seen a lot lately because you hear from Christ is to humble yourself. Yeah. You need to humble yourself, right? You need to live for others. Yeah. But then yet you hear... Um, God helps those who help themselves, you know? So it's yeah. kind of like, well, which is it? Yeah. It's definitely both. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So you need to feed yourself some information and mm-hmm. feed yourself in God's word. You need to look at yourself first to where you're in a point of stability mm-hmm. before you're providing for others or else you'll kind of, you got nothing, you got no reserve. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, God will always fill your gas tank, but if you don't have a gas tank, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, you're just burning fumes, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of what I wanted to go over today. Okay. Um, and what, what you may see as it and what I've been seeing There's a couple of notes I've been, I brought to this one because I thought it's pretty interesting. Um, so God says, or Jesus says, Jesus is Lord, but he says, humble yourself. Uh Uh-huh. And today's day and age, sometimes humble, you think humility, right? Yeah. Um, usually means a, a form of deficiency in this day and age. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Talking like you, you're equating it with insecurity or... Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, but it doesn't mean deficiency at all. Um, it means like, so there's a difference between like the weakness in, in some humili- humility, right? Right. Um, and then there's being meek, right? Like happier than meek. Uh-huh. But what is meek? Um, what is meek to you? Meek is gentle. Um, it's not, well, I mean, you even said it before the, the cliche is, you know, meekness is not weakness. It just is interpreted as that, you know? Um, it, that's why I think people would, you know, stray away from seeking meek as a positive trait. You know, uh, but it's actually a powerful trait. It's like that guy that doesn't know when to shut up, right? <laughs> like he thinks the room needs his voice. Whatever situation's going on, he's got to speak into it, you know, as opposed to the other guy who's like sitting back in wisdom, like Proverbs straight up says, you know, I mean, uh, a fool is even thought to be wise when he doesn't talk, you know, like yeah. it's, it's <laughs> if you can sit on you 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 all the time that trait that we have to jump into everything that's meekness be like i'm not i'm good strength you know? under control that's absolutely it absolutely it yeah like a bridle yeah mm-hmm. right? you got a massive horse with mm-hmm. so much strength but you throw yeah. a bridle in the tongue and yeah you're able to slow it down that's it man turn it left turn it right yeah. that's all what to do um so i kind of wanted to go over that understanding understanding um just meekness or yeah being meek in general um i didn't get this on my own my favorite person to listen to is greg Laurie. everybody yeah if you listen to this you know that i love greg Laurie. <laughs> um but he has this acronym for living uh 
a lifestyle where you're humbling yourself. Okay. And, and he, he says joy, J-O-Y, right? Uh-huh. Jesus, and then others, uh-huh. and then yourself. That's good. How can we put that into play more often than mm-hmm. we do? You know, I think a lot of, if we're talking practicalities, a lot of this has got to be your disciplines. Um, this topic that, that you picked for today is a very, very, very misunderstood, well, not misunderstood, but it's it's in short supply in today's day and age. You know, uh, the way that we communicate is completely different than it was 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, social media and all the ills that come with that, you know, it, we have we have become a culture of self-promotion. You know, like I hear somebody said once, I don't even know what, if this is like an actual quantifiable stat, but they said that the majority of elementary schoolers, when asked what they want to be, they'll say YouTuber, you know, yeah. and all that is, is like broadcasting me, 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 yeah. me, 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 you know, and it's, uh, I think it's very, it's appropriate and necessary to speak about selflessness in our culture today because it's in very short supply. Absolutely. I think uh, there's definitely a line we need to draw. I, I say things like that because I know myself, I have a, sometimes I have a problem being too, and I know there's others out there too that are just people pleasers. So they're, they're just so selfless that they forget to help themselves. Right, right. Um, so there's, there's both ends of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. There's this people who can't stop taking selfies and, and thinking <laughs> about themselves or the yeah. way they look. And yeah. not only not only do they love taking selfies, but they love taking selfies with uh, filters on them that make them not look like yeah. them. Like, yeah, appear better huh? than they actually are. <laughs> like, come on now. <laughs> Or yeah. me, you meet someone famous. Let me take a selfie with you. you yeah. Know, like, yeah. <laughs> who's first in that? Right. 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 You, no, it's it, man. It's, it's it. Whatever happened to just, you know, taking pictures of a landscape without, know. you know, inserting yourself. And that, I mean, sincerely, that's the whole purpose behind, you know, a selfie. I'm not anti selfies, but okay. it's me. When you, you know, look where I'm at. Look who I'm with. Look how much fun I'm having. You know, and uh, it's it's not it's not a good thing to feed that. So, yeah. like like I said earlier, it comes down to a question of your disciplines. Mm-hmm. You know, how do you cultivate this? You've got to purposefully do something that's kind of antithetical to your nature, and that is take yourself out of the throne and put God there. Okay, you do that by being in the Word, by spending time with Him, by uh, adjusting your perspective to God's perspective. Yeah. You know, the pr- perspective of the world leads to some really egocentric bad places. And that's right. why, if let's be honest about it, that, you know, <laughs> we've got more people on medications for, you know, uh, emotional issues than ever in human history. Now, I'm not anti-medications. I think that they're, they're necessary a lot of times. But I mean, we feed ourselves this me, 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 me thing so yeah. much so that, I mean, nobody wants to admit that that has led to a tremendous amount of hopelessness, uh, depression, anxiety. And it's, it's if you want to develop selflessness, you must turn to the Word. You must turn to what God says about this. And God says you're actually going to be the happiest when you live outside of yourself for others and for Him. Amen. Yeah. It's so weird. Like when you think in that fashion— you're just creating that God-sized gap in your heart, right? Yeah. Even, you're just making it even bigger. Yeah. And bigger. Yeah. Bigger. Yeah. And even more. And harder and harder to yeah. fail. Right? Yeah. But then ultimately there's some kind of crash before, like, you find God, you know? It seems like, <laughs> yeah. 
Well, like I've said, I think I've said it a hundred times on this podcast alone, much less from the pulpit around here, pain is God's megaphone. Amen. You know, so a lot of times when you find yourself, even with, you know, self-orchestrated actions, you find yourself at that end of the rope. God's usually just waiting there for you. Yeah. You know, and then we rebuild and readjust and re- rebuild better. It's weird how you have this understanding of of this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you look at others that don't quite understand this yet. Sure. sure. And there, it seems like they have a lot of pain, but not to the point where it's been God's megaphone. Uh-huh. Whether it's not letting God in, they don't believe in God yet, or whatever the case may be. Right. Um, and you just feel so bad for what's to come. Because you can tell it's leading nowhere good. Right, right. Um, I had one of these experiences recently um, on a date with a young lady. Guys that date women that are just not as developed or not as necessary. If the guy is further in maturity than the woman, mm-hmm. it's interesting because women mature a lot faster than men, right? They usually have sure. that a lot straighter. If you're lining it up with yeah. who you should match with, they're usually they've got rooted. They're right. rooted, right? right? Mm-hmm. But if you're dating someone significantly younger, like I went on a date with this girl. She's only six years younger. Than me. It's not crazy. That's how much but, younger my wife is. But me? man, what six years can do. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Especially in your season, man. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Mm-hmm. In your young 20s and just the things like this girl was saying, like she was, she thought it was a great thing, you know, uh-huh. promoting herself. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. But I was just thinking on the inside like this poor soul. Yeah. It's going to end up somewhere where it's yeah. not going to feel good before you get better. Yeah. And, well, and the only way to get better is to look towards Christ. Yep. You know? So, well, so how do you do that? Because that that's something, I mean, you just gave a great example. We're talking about selflessness and selfishness. You, you I know you're kind of like naturally geared to be others-minded. Okay? Like you, know, you just, you're, you're a compassionate guy. You, you look at things, like, I mean, you said it a second ago too, like, you look at somebody who's on these roads and you feel badly for them. Yeah. So how do you do that? How do you sit across the table or wherever you were with this young lady and think my main pursuit here is for her health and her good instead of stroking my own ego by getting her more interested in me or whatever? You know, like how, do you, how have you developed that? How would I develop if I spent more time with this young lady? No, no, not specifically or, with her. I'm talking or about Or with you. anybody. Anybody. Well, yeah. Well, or you, in myself. Yeah. Your, your level of selflessness is actually quite developed. Yeah. So how have you done that? Huh. So if I were to answer that question, I don't think it's me. Okay. I think it's a level of people telling me about myself and then me kind of learning and adapting, right? Okay. Um. So I think it's others. I think it takes what I think it's an open ear to wiser people. Hmm. That's good. It's uh, really good. Like just knowing what you don't know. Uh-huh. There's a point where you come like when you're going through like you you hit adulthood. You know everything. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I know everything. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And then there's a point where you figure out that you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a liberating point? In a sense. Okay. Um. But then it comes to like, okay, now that you don't know, you you ve- actually know very little. Uh-huh. Uh, then it comes to like a mindset of, okay, well, w- instead of just being like, oh, I don't know about that, and not a, not a, uh, next necessarily acknowledging it, it's uh-huh. it's uh, more of like trying to focus on knowing what you don't. Okay, right? Not necessarily. Well, you could either do two ways of of 
navigating that spectrum, right? Uh-huh. If I don't know this this area, there's two ways to to navigate that. There's either know somebody who's familiar with that area, okay. right? Like if I was going to go on a journey in somewhere a lost ter- area that I don't know, uh-huh. but there's someone to give me a tour through it that does know the area, right? right. I'm going to take them with me, right? Or I'm going yeah. to follow them, yeah. Uh-huh. Right. So there's one example, and then the other example is well. If I'm not going to follow them, if I'm not willing to follow them, uh-huh. if I'm not willing to have an open ear, it's then I need to develop and put the time into whatever they put their time sure. into. Sure, sure. Right, whether yeah. it's God's word or yeah. what God has to say about this, usually that's number one. Yeah. Um, but also yeah. other resources. If it were my opinion, I'd say other godly resources that know this area. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's, that's definitely huge. Mm-hmm. And conversating about it. Okay. A lot too. Yeah. I like to talk about God. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of Christians do, but I like to talk about God even to people who don't. Yeah. You know, it just naturally comes up. Right. Right. Um, I think that helps too. You're describing like God centricness here, you know, like focus on him. And like I said a little bit earlier too, like it it switches your perspective. Yeah. You know, did it just out of say curiosity, because I want to give our listeners like practical examples or, you know, just. Speak the testimony of this. You recently went on this date with this girl. You just said, I love to talk about God. Did you try to steer the conversation in that direction with her? Oh, honestly, it started in that direction. Okay. But it kind of went so long. We we dug up some traumas that she's had with the LDS faith. Okay. And she's like, anti-God. Okay. I get that. Cool. Anti-God or anti-religion? Anti-religion. Okay. She didn't like being told what to do. Okay. Right? And neither do I. Okay. I hate being told what to do. Unless God's telling me what to do. Or one of God's people that I trust. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> I'll tell myself what to do. But I could still fix that a little bit myself. But, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I can still fix that. But most people are like this. Sure, we got right? that rebellious nature inside of us. Yeah, yeah. Which makes yeah. legalism really hard uh-huh. to to live by. Yeah. If you're not one of these people, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Um, to have more freedoms and authority is where you'd probably fit best uh-huh. when it comes to God's uh, church. Yeah. Um, but like I started talking about it and we just dug up her traumas and stuff like that. And I could just tell we were getting to a point where any further would be too much. And we okay. just okay. started this date. So like, <laughs> bam, you go just, for the bone we're man, like right good, out of the gate. <laughs> yeah. We're a good five minutes into this now. I'm like, well, that's enough about that for now. <laughs> like we, we just switched topics. Like, Oh, like, what do you do? But then you can kind of dip back to it. Uh-huh. I mean, you dipped into it a little bit to see where they're at. Sure, like, sure. But yeah. then you don't necessarily try to come to a conclusion right then right, and there. Right, 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 yeah. You, you just kind of identify where they're at, and then you yeah. go from there. Yeah. And I think a lot of uh, a lot of what helping others is is helping them identify okay. what's necessarily holding them back okay. if they can't see it for themselves. Uh-huh. Um, like, for example, this poor girl. I'm not giving names. I don't think she's ever going to listen to my podcast. Uh, but well, you date so much, dude. It could be one of five girls at this <laughs> point, right? I know, right? I'm throw her off the trail. <laughs> <laughs> but I heard the statement. This is hurt. This hurts me today. When you talk about medications, right? Uh-huh. Sure. I heard she heard the statement. Like she said the statement. I love Adderall. Yeesh. Yeah. Yikes! In my okay. heart, that that hurt my heart. Yeah, right? I felt right. it on the inner huh. core. Uh-huh. Um, but for her, right? I couldn't yeah. even really show too much that I felt it. But then yeah. my my concern arose and I kind of tried to identify it a little more. Yeah. Right. And then she talks about how she got cut back. And I kind of talk about all these, I kind of just necessarily 
talk about what's holding her back without telling her what's what's holding yeah. her back. Right. You know, right. and I think people can I kind of identify things on their own if you yeah. just talk about them with concern. <laughs> <You know>? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's the case, uh-huh. but no, it is. It oh, is. Yeah. But I mean, well, you're going about it in a really good way. That you're like you're sitting in front of somebody and you're not conflicting, even though inside you're like, uh oh, yeah, right. Like you're you're nudging her into this. Maybe that might not be the best thing. Yeah, you know, like uh, like okay, if I didn't know you better, and I'm sitting across from you right now, and you said things like, I don't like anybody telling me what to do. You know, I know what you're saying in that. Yeah. Uh, if I didn't know you better, be like, oh, dude, that's going to serve you poorly in life. Yeah. You know, but instead of what we do, and I'm, I'm not jumping on you right now, right? Yeah, but what yeah. we do is say, you know, yeah, but God says there's so much freedom in being submitted to his authority. Amen. You know, and so much. I mean, because the bottom line is, man, anybody left unto themselves to do whatever they want, yeah. uh, you turn into a President Putin. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I do think. Let me go back on that statement that I had because there is. I think there is a major difference in not doing what everybody else is telling me to do and doing what God's telling me right. to do. No, no, that's, that's what I mean. Like you're yeah, you're referring to it. You even said it. Like yeah. legalism. You bow up yeah. against legalism. You know, and I think that's that's a correct and just thing. Yeah. You know, but then if you and you're you're not this guy, but so many other people would think it's something of valor and noble to say well I, I bow up against everything i'm just contrary and that serves you poorly in life self-centered and it, yeah you're back to the self-centered question yeah. right it serves you poorly in life and it serves you poorly with your god you know like king david you know he, he's out in the fields tending sheep you know before his life happens and he's talking about i love your law yeah you know like and he was a wild man an independent man a strong guy you know he's the guy that walks into a an army cowering in fear before Goliath. He's like, what's wrong with you guys? Come on, are we not God's people? You know, and he, he had like the old, like the beginnings of the Old Testament, right? And he's looking at the law and saying, God, I love your law. I feel so good. Like submitting yeah. to your law and understanding your heart. You know, it's like th- that, that's where we have to recognize submission and selflessness in the word is very important in our lives. Amen. Yeah. No, I totally agree to that. And just creating guardrails and and establishing like what do I say? Establishing means to not I guess to not be so self centered. Just uh-huh. draw that line. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So when it comes back to the question like where where and how do you draw that line? Yeah. I mean it's easy to point like any Christian would say, God's word. Mm-hmm. Right. But if we we're gonna say any further, you got any other advice to what kind of where to draw that line? Uh-huh. Well, I, I think being yeah, God's word is your compass, right? I mean, it, it navigates the heart. It shows you where to plug in perspective and, and even disciplines. Um, I think, and this is going to be another, you know, cliche Christian answer, right, is we need to pray that the Holy Spirit gives us his heart for other people. You know, because, uh, I mean, you, again, I'm not trying to stroke you, but you, you do a great job of sitting across the table from somebody that, may have been a bit too self-focused instead of being repelled by that like a lot of people would be yeah. like Ugh, I don't even want to be around this you're like oh I wonder where she's hurt yeah. I wonder what what got her here and can we address that in love I think if you're deliberate about plugging in love it's love navigates you away from selfishness because it points at the other person you know even if that person isn't kind or whatever they're off-putting if you choose love and you choose to look at them the way the Holy Spirit does, then you want to help. And you your your satisfaction 
matters a whole heck of a lot less. Amen. I got a shirt that says, but nothing else does love works. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, dude. It's so true. That's so true. Yep. And so often do we just, again, thinking about yourself, you mm-hmm. don't necessarily love someone to where do you have the patience to go there yeah. or talk about it? Right. Like really in a sense, or can you talk about it without judgment? I think that's the hardest one without yeah. judgment or intention. Yeah. You're just kind of talking about it. Sure. I think that's one I, I finally figured out too is hmm. it's good to talk about it. Like, cause most of the times when I'm having conversations with people, you could tell when I was asking her certain questions that she had to think of the answer. She was like, hmm. so not, she didn't t- thinking about this much any, before. Yeah. Right. And I think that's big. Like, yeah. Yeah. Having the conversations where we're asking qu- people questions to where they don't have a right off the bat answer. Yeah. Right, right, exactly, yes. exactly. And and kind of explore their heart. You know, I may have said this on this podcast already, but years ago I met this guy that said there are two ways to enter a room. One is here I am, yeah. and the other one is hey there you are. Yeah, you know, and if you if you consciously decide to be that guy. You know, it's so much more it, to be, uh, you know, uh, results oriented with it. That results in a lot of peace, mm-hmm. a lot of uh, freedom from, you know, the the danger, the the pitfall of pride of narcissism. If you can enter a room and not have to worry about every eye being on you or what they think about you, instead you're like, I wonder how that person's doing today. Hey, I'm excited to see you today. Let's talk about you. Listen, that's just a matter of the will. You know, God can help. I think that God has tremendously helped you be that guy. But you're also making a conscious decision. Yeah, I think it's also a little bit of the gifting in uh, evangelism. Yes, yeah. Like if you're trying to master evangelism without naturally having an evangelist, whatever we just said, whatever Ken just said, try to look towards that a little bit more. Yeah. Because yeah. if you're doing that... Um, it's contagious. Uh-huh. Evangelism is contagious. It absolutely is. Yeah, yep. super contagious. Yeah. yeah, I get so many compliments. I I heard the other day, um, from my really really good friend Anne, my second mom to me. Mm-hmm. She tells me that uh, just that she tells me that that same thing. Like your evangelism is crazy. Like is contagious. Like when <laughs> you say that, I think of you. Mm. and uh she said your parents said the same thing and i'm like you know if you were to ask me what gets me going every day mm-hmm. it's what you just said that's <laughs> mm. what i told her i was like that's that those statements are what keep me going absolutely yeah. absolutely hands down yeah. i don't take them for granted yeah. for sure yeah i don't see it's hard to even fathom how or why because it's all god yeah but uh i mean those those mean a lot to me yeah those statements right there yeah and maybe that's why i'm looking at you saying you know you've actually gotten very good at the selflessness thing yeah you know because i think at the heart of evangelism is clearly selflessness yeah you know you're you're not thinking about yourself when you're thinking about the condition of somebody else's soul and how important that is you know so that that might be another thing to really cultivate is God put me into an, an eternity mindset. You know, like C.S. Lewis said, you, you've never met an ordinary human being. That every single person you come across is an eternal soul. And if we think more about that, we think a whole lot less about me today. You know, meeting my needs and stroking my ego and 
living in hubris. You know, you're thinking about, man, this this person has got an eternal soul. I wonder what the condition of it is. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was a good conversation. As to wrap that up, uh, should wrap things up. A good conversations, a good podcast, something you want to really ingest should always end with asking Jesus into your heart. <laughs> There's the evangelist, baby. Breaking down walls, man. <laughs> if you got, if you're just sitting there today and you feel, or you've even heard from others, you don't necessarily feel it yourself. You've heard from others that you're just being a little bit selfish or self-centered, and you need to break, start chiseling away at those walls built around your heart and letting Jesus in. Can we just stop whatever it is you're doing right now? If you're driving, still focus on the road, please. <laughs> but take a moment to stop and say, Jesus, like I welcome you here. Mm, there's, this, there's this place in my heart where people are telling me this. The people I love are telling me this. And I don't see a solution myself. Um, for, but what, from my here is you're the solution. So open up that heart to Jesus mm-hmm. and just ask him to come into your life. It's as easy as this. Jesus, I need you. Mm-hmm. I want you. Um, could you please come to his heart, break down these walls, help change my life so I can help change others. Mm. In your glorious name, amen. Amen. Amen, amen brother. Hey, that's type two. Well that's done. Last night, right? <laughs> <laughs> you guys have a wonderful week. See you guys. Seen this all before